Welcome to the Your Money Personal Finance Podcast. I'm David Pratt, along with Peter Shishecki, president of Everything Financial Group. On episode seven, Peter, we're going to work through the Omni formula. Now, today's episode is TFSAs. What exactly are they? Don't you love, Dave, the acronyms in our financial yes. <laughs> business? I feel like I have to be the alphabet king here. Huh? On, I know. TFSAs. Um, well, just to give you an idea, tax-free savings accounts, which I'm going to talk about in a bit more, more detail, yep. what each part stands for. But they're a significant part of um, your financial plan. It, you know, but the problem I have are here is my philosophy on these they're not being represented properly um, by the banks because I, I've been seeing this for years, Dave, where you go in and you see a giant poster providing you, you know, a quarter percent uh, providing you now those quarter percents are up to two or three percent. A TFSA should really be a long-term investment, not something short-term. So let's get into all the definition and all the ins and outs and really let you know how to take advantage of this really no-brainer product that should be at the center of every financial plan. Okay. Now, you use the word really, and I think I want to hammer this, because what does TFSA really stand yeah. for? Tax-free yeah. savings account, but okay. in my opinion, it should be called a TF. IA, tax-free investment account. Okay. The key to this is tax-free, but that's it. It's a tax-free savings account. So let's go through and break down each of those pieces and, you know, really teach people about them. Yeah, let's get out of the basics. Let's, let's, so, do, let's go through this process. So the basic step one is it's a place you can put money that you've already paid income tax on. Okay. So it's after tax money. So we're taking care of the word tax yep. first. Yep. It's after tax money that you can invest, park, save, put in some sort of device to save. But the growth on that money is almost always tax-free. We're going to get into that a little later, but, yeah, no. but yeah, we probably should get into it right away. But it's yeah. almost always tax-free. Okay. Well, we're not going to waste any time. I'm, I'm with you on this. Tax-free to me, you've got my attention all the way. As soon as I hear tax-free, huh? <laughs> so uh, are TFSAs ever not tax-free? Yes, they are. And people are shocked when they hear okay. that. So if you're a day trader and you're using your <laughs> tax-free savings account as a job, okay. it, it can be refused. The tax-free portion can be denied by CRA. Okay. And there's been many legal cases where, and there's lawyers who just make a living trying to fight this, not with a lot of success in a lot of times, mm -hmm. but where people are using the tax-free account as an investment, full-time job, income-producing object, yep. that negates the tax-free part. So if you're uh, parking money, okay. investing it, saving it, Taking money out later on, it it's truly is part of your financial plan. You're on the side of safety. If you're sitting at home in your basement, I just got this picture of someone drinking Red Bull and wearing man diapers, you know, normally playing video games, but that's all they're doing is around a bunch of screens trading all day, and that's your full-time job. Wow. There's an image you'll never get out of your head. Um, 
then it's a job and it's no longer tax-free. So don't think you're going to pull one over on CRA because they will catch you. And they have caught many people. <laughs> That's an image I'm not going to sleep tonight just no. thinking about. Okay. Well, it could be worse. I could start humming, it's a small world, and yeah. then we're really hooped. Yes, you could. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Peter, let, let me go with this, okay? Are there different types of TFSAs? Yes, there are, Dave. So let's go with the savings portion. Say you just do want to put money away short term. Maybe it's to pay your home insurance next sure. year or a car insurance bill, or uh, you need an emergency fund, let's say, which is a key part, as we've sure. talked about before, of every financial plan with the Omni formula. So maybe you open a TFSA that's more short-term savings oriented. Maybe you are just earning a couple percent in interest, but the interest is not going to be taxable. The worst way to earn investment return, if you will, earn yeah. growth, sure, is by interest because it's 100% taxable. That's not in your best interest. So having a short-term savings plan in a TFSA is great. Usually no fees. You can pull your money out if you need it. Better than sitting in a bank account earning almost nothing, sure. but also paying yeah. tax on the interest in this day and age. And then another TFSA would be kind of like, imagine it like your RSP. Okay. It's there for retirement. It's there to give you tax-free growth. So really, you're, it's, it's like the old hockey analogy, you're deflecting. So you're deflecting the tax, not going to have to pay on it. So you can have more than one TFSA, one for savings. One is your new form of RSP, um, say, for retirement. So that's there, which we'll get into in a second, a little more detail. And then you, you, could, you could invest stocks in the TFSA for something really volatile that maybe you'll hit the mother load and make a ton of money and never have to pay tax on that money. But don't do it, as I said, as a day trader in your basement drinking Red Bull and wearing diapers. That's not a good thing. So those are those are the basics, different types you can do. But you can open more than one. Yeah. Just don't over-contribute. Which gets us to a really, really important question. What is the best use for a TFSA? I think the best use for a TFSA is that imagine people, your TFSA as the new RSP. Okay. So think about this, Dave, and I've talked about this many times. When you put into RSPs, just because you can put into RSPs doesn't mean you should put into RSPs. Okay. What if you don't really know what tax bracket you're going to be in next year? Because if you buy too much into RSPs, no, I'm, I don't mean too much as in you've over-contributed. Okay. I mean too much that you don't need that tax deduction. Well, that makes no sense for you. You're throwing money away. So I'm really going to stick with this RSP TFSA theme for a minute here. So give me a little latitude. Okay. It's my show. Yeah. <laughs> so you think you're going to be in a 42% tax bracket. Yeah. And this is what the banks do. Buy more RSPs. Buy more RSPs. How can you retire if you don't have RSPs? Well, if you buy too much and you go to a 28% tax bracket, the banker goes, look, I just saved you 14% on your tax. No, 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 you just cost me 14% tax because I'm getting 14% smaller of a refund. But you know you need to save for retirement. Yep. So instead, as long as you have room, invest your money in your TFSA like it's an RSP. So the same type of investment. You can have that discussion with your portfolio manager and ask them to set it up that way. As yep. long as everything's disclosed, they've done their compliance, it's your money. Then... You can wait till the end of the year and go, do I need more in RSPs because uh, I'm still in that high tax bracket yeah. and I want to bring it right to the floor of that lower tax bracket. 
you can then move money tax-free okay. from your TFSA to your RSP and get a, a tax deduction. So look at this one. This is a great one. Let's just say you have, let's just keep it simple for math. It okay. is, you know, you know, it's early still. You got $10,000 in your TFSA and you, you went to something risky, the market turned around or volatile, and you made $1,000 profit. But you need a little bit more in your RSPs. So imagine this, you're now taking tax-free $1,000 of profit, putting it in your RSP in that 42% tax bracket, and you just got your $4,200 refund on money you never actually really paid taxes on. Okay. There's where the TFSA is the new RSP, but there's also the plan B. What if you don't need the RSP or life happens like we've just been through for two years and you need that money for an emergency. Well, if you put it in an RSP, it's kind of detrimental because you got to take it out and now pay tax. And what if taking it out puts you in a higher tax bracket? You've worked backwards with your RSP. But if it's in your TFSA, you're not really locked in stone what you need it for yet. Use it for the RSP. But if life happens and things sure. don't go your way, Pull the money out of your TFSA and use it for your emergency savings because guess what? You can always put it back later. Well, that's what I want to talk about, putting it back. It's it's one thing to take it out, which we've just dealt with. Um, let's talk about putting it back in. God, you'd almost think I learned something from you and segued into that. Damn, that was that was smooth. Yeah, I know. That was smooth. But, uh, but you're right. You can put it back. So what happens with a TFSA, you have a contribution limit. Yep. Um, just actually to expand on that too. The limit right now, as of 2023, will be $88,000. So in 2023, they've raised the contribution limit from $6,000 a year to $6,500. Okay. Uh, that's what it's going to be. So $88,000 over your life. But say you had, say you've contributed $50,000 to your TFSA. It's grown and it's worth $60,000, let's just say. And you want to withdraw 20. So 10 of that was profit, 10 of that was previous contributions, whatever. You're allowed to put that money back in the following calendar year. So a thing we recommend people to do, review your TFSA every November, see if you have growth, and see if there's something you're going to need money for or just want money for. Maybe it's the holiday, maybe a car, whatever early in that following year, pull out your profit, but you're allowed to replace both the old contribution, and the profit. So it's, it's dollar for dollar, whatever you withdraw from your TFSA can be replaced the following year. Plus any contributions you haven't done yet up to whatever the government limit is that you're allowed. Just don't over contribute. But what happens if you do over contribute this this is a is a big big um, deal you're going to hear the snap of a rubber glove it, it almost <laughs> feels like that from the government oh the penalties are Ouch. not good do not over contribute it's really easy not to over contribute and if you look at the slide we have put up here on your screen to give you access to the my account at cra follow the instructions on the slide there people and you can go on to my account at cra and see what your contribution room is but remember this it's always based on the end of the previous year. So okay. say it says your contribution room is $20,000, let's just say. Sure. But you've contributed 5000 through this year. you got to keep track of that. 
So that's one of the services we make sure we provide with the Omni formula. One of the first things we do in the early meetings is find out what your limit is for um, TFSAs, RSPs, and the like. Make sure we have it recorded so we're always keeping a running a running tally of what your limit is because don't over-contribute because CRA will tear you open a new one, I'm telling you. Whoa. That's it for Episode 7, Peter. Now, if folks like what they've heard here and there's been some great information and they want some more of that information, especially about what you do at Everything Financial or how the Omni formula works, what should they be doing right now? Going to everythingfinancial.com and sending us an email to the office or to your money at everythingfinancial.com. Also, another great um, vehicle, Dave, is go to that YouTube thing. Yes, I've heard yeah, of that. YouTube.com. My gosh. Type in Everything Financial Group. Okay. All the episodes are there. All the, the TV episodes are there, past commercials. I mean, we've got it all there. Just a mountain of information free for yeah. people to look at and view at their own leisure. You, know, you see something you don't like? Fast forward, buy it. You, want, you see something you don't understand? Pause, rewind, slide bar back, and watch <laughs> it again later until you learn it. Because the whole thing is put out there is, yeah. is to educate people and empower them because it's your money. Uh, we'll be back soon with Episode 8. Now, in the meantime, if you have a question for Peter or a topic from the financial world that you'd like us to cover, you can email us the show at yourmoney at everythingfinancial.com. Peter, as always, great stuff. Adios, muchachos. <laughs>